Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Hi, Jason. Hi, me. (laughs) So, uh, for... Those listening at home, you may be like, whoa, why why the hell is Jason doing the intro? What has he done to Stephanie Moore? Well, we were having some technical issues, so Stephanie Moore cannot be with us today, but don't worry, you are in gorgeous hands. Like, I have absolutely got this. And it's New Zealand Music Month, like literally my favorite month of the year. May has popped off. I went to my first New Zealand Music Month gig last night, got to see our friends Keita play um, as part of Auckland City Live. And honestly, like, Wellington represent. They were absolutely fierce. And today I am lucky enough to bring to your ears a gorgeous new friend of the pod. So New Zealand Music Month is all about celebrating and discovering new New Zealand music, which is why we're so, well, wait, why I'm so excited to be joined by today's guest. (laughs) You can see her live at Rogue and Vagabond on May 21st to celebrate the launch of her new EP, Arcade Queen. Please welcome to Kick On's Wallace. Kia ora. Kia ora. Oh, you know what? (laughs) Wallace was gracious enough to sit through the technical difficulties that uh, me and Steph were just having. So honestly, I already feel like a huge connection with you because you are a patient queen. (laughs) Of course, of course. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. Enjoying the sunshine in Wellington today. Yes, it's gorgeous here in Auckland too. Can't beat it on a good day, can ya? You can't, can ya? <laughs> so you are back in Wellington after some time overseas, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I was away I was away for a minute. Um was in Sydney for quite a while and then London for a couple of years. Wow. Um I did one one year in normal London and then one year of COVID London <laughs> which was Eek. interesting. Ah and then yeah, you know, when the world breaks and you're just like, oh, you know, where, you know, where would be really good to be right now? Home. Yeah. And so, so you came back. I did. And it kind of felt like time. I was, I was kind of ready to, to come back to New Zealand and just, you know, do some, do some music here. It's felt really weird um, doing all my original stuff outside of here. Um, Interesting. You know, like everyone's so supportive here and it's so beautiful. And I just haven't got to do that many gigs, you know, in the past over here. So yeah, it's. It's a dream to be back. I'm very excited. We are so happy to have you back. (laughs) So tell the listeners a bit about yourself. Um, Honestly, if you go check out Wallace on Spotify right now, you are in for such a treat. One of a kind voice and songwriting skills that will send like shivers down your spine. (laughs) Where did you start? 
So I've I've kind of been singing since I was real young. I used to I wanted to be a musical theatre star when I was young. Oh my god, me and Steph both went to musical theatre <gasps> school. Did you? What's, what's your favourite musical? Oh, this is like super controversial, but mm. I am an absolute sucker for cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is controversial. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh like, and you? I love it. Okay, so I've done a lot of jazz as well. So I'm a real, I love like heaps of the old, old musicals. So my yeah. favourite is Singing in the Rain. Oh my God, it used yes. To be, it used to be my Hotmail email address. Except Singing in the Rain at Hotmail.co.nz? Yeah, exactly. But I had to, um, <laughs> kind of, because someone had already taken that. So I had to go singing underscore in underscore da rain at hotmail.com. So if you guys need any bookings, you know where to send, <laughs> you know send, where to send it send through. through. Yeah. yeah. I'll forward them on to my manager. <laughs> Fully. That's underscore da rain. <laughs> I was so cool. Oh my God. Oh my god! So okay, oh, we are connected on a level that I didn't even realize. So singing in the rain at hotmail.co.nz. How did you go from her to her? And I'm pointing at the current me. You. Yeah. yeah, I. Well, I I'm I'm a terrible actress, so that kind of <laughs> that kind of ruled me out for like doing <laughs> doing musical theatre professionally. I did I did a couple of like um, Amdrams. <laughs> I no, I actually did do I did high school musical at Wellington, <gasps> for Wellington Musical Theatre. Can I like do a stab at who you played? Oh, I was I was just in the chorus. Because I can't act. I got really I got really far for Gabriella. Yeah, you're a full Gabriella. But then they put me in like a chemistry test with the guy that was playing Troy and they I could just see them going, Oh Oh babe. Oh no. Did you <laughs> did you have a showmance during that period? I didn't, no. Oh, damn. I feel like the high school musical fantasy was like tweens, like horny tweens who would go and sing high school musical and then get into a showmance. I I really didn't. It was so sad. No, it's fine. Honestly, you're better off for it. I was was, was a brainiac that was... um... In the cafeteria scene? (laughs) Yes. So high school musical into jazz. Obviously, that's where you sit so comfortably yeah so I I kind of um I started doing this thing that was run by the university during high school um it was like every Saturday all day oh I'm just making myself myself sound like such a dork um so every Saturday I'd go up to the uni and do jazz vocals um this awesome program that they ran so it was all like university lecturers and stuff cool um and so I just kind of stumbled across that and then just like fell in love with jazz um, and then did it at university. Um, I didn't, I didn't quite complete <laughs> all three years, but, but I, you know, kind of met heaps of people in the scene here. Yes. In and your CV says that you did. Oh yeah. I never yeah. said I graduated. I just, yeah. <laughs> I didn't go there though. Yeah. yeah. Education, <laughs> bachelor of music. Yeah. Just straight up lies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I kind of, um, yeah, fell really into that scene, um, but always I've always loved to dance. So kind of got into doing like I've always really loved hip hop and um, and soul. So kind of I don't know over the years I just kind of merged into you know drawing from lots of different things. Obviously my voice is really jazzy, but um, 
you know, try and sneak a couple of runs in there, here and there. Oh, fully. And, um... <laughs> I, I would say, like, my first impression of hearing your voice is, like, soulful. Thank you. Like, there's a jazz influence, but, like, the richness of it oh. is, like, full soul vibes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you yeah, well, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Was this all in Wellington? Are you a Wellington local? Yeah, I'm actually, um, yeah, I'm in my family home right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this your childhood home? But yeah, this is my childhood bedroom that you're looking at. Whoa. From there, you started writing and recording your own music? Yeah, yeah. I um, was playing with some awesome people um, once I moved to Sydney, and one of my really good friends, Daniel March, um, who's an amazing musician in his own right, he has his own stuff out, Um he was just really encouraging of me writing my own stuff and it took a little while to um get going because I don't know you work you work so long on you know on your voice and like I really you know have put a lot of work in and um you know so, so heaps of gigs and you know done my apprenticeship with that yeah. um but then all of a sudden you get to a certain point and people's like oh oh cool okay so where's your where's where's your music you've written and I'm like I'm not a composer I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but um, but once I once I actually started, I realised how much I love it and how rewarding it is to. I don't know, like have something that's really yours. Yeah, and something to say. I don't Absolutely. know. I I make music as well, pop music. Oh, um, so it's quite different. But I always find that, uh, the things that I write about in my music are not things that I would generally talk about. Mm. Just my, you know, I feel like quite jokester like comedy vibes but when I write music I can it's like I have something to say and I feel like listening to your music that's what it sounds like for you as well oh thank you yeah it's yeah it's nice like it's nice to have to try and create something that people might respond to or Mm. um I don't know because like those are the things that when I'm listening to music that I really relate to when you know it's just like oh this person's telling my story. That's great. <laughs> Fully. You know, like it's a really powerful thing, music. And I think it's just really, I don't know. Cause I, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit like you, like, like you just described yourself. Like I can, I've got like a pretty, pretty like joyful facade and then, yeah. you know, but there's some shit going on and it's, nice yeah. that it's, it's, a, it's a really nice cathartic way to, you know, sort through feelings and, yeah, just emotions in general. Yeah. Who are artists that inspire you or like who is someone that you're like they get me? So I like I'm oh, obsessed with Jordan Rakai. Like I love his stuff. Have you heard of him? He's No, like, I haven't. Hype him up. Oh, he's just incredible. He's based in the UK. Um, but he I think he's definitely got a Kiwi connection. I think maybe his dad's I think his dad's from the Cook Islands, but he's, I think he spent a bit of time as a youngster in New Zealand, but he grew up in in Brisbane. Um, and he's just incredible when he's, like, kicking, like, major goals. But he Hot. talks a lot about anxiety and, um, and like, doesn't, you know, doesn't hurt that he's got, like, the most beautiful voice and he does all his own production and everything. He's just crazy. Oh, my God. Show off. Oh, he's so good. And, like, I was lucky enough to get to um, support him on a tour he did around Australia and then, like, got to do a gig with him in London while I was there as well, which is so cool. Were you fangirling before this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. How did that come about? I was fine. I tried tried to be cool. 
Yeah, you are cool. You don't need to try. <laughs> oh, the first meeting, I was just like, hey, bro. <laughs> ah! Like, I've never seen bro before in my life, but it just came out. It just came out. I don't know what yeah. <laughs> So how did you go from creating your own music in Sydney, lived there for a while, and then you headed over to London? Mm. Yeah, so... I've got a, my, my dad's actually from Scotland, so I've got a British passport, which is very handy. Very. I just, I spent maybe a little bit longer in Sydney than I'd initially intended to, just because I loved it. Um, Yeah. But yeah, just ended up being like, right, okay, now's the time. We're going to move to London. And then, you know, it's like, oh, it's a hustle. It's it's definitely a hustle. Um, And a lot of people, you know, find that they need at least kind of three years or so to get a foot in the door just because it's so big it's crazy yeah. um yeah so i had about a year um of being real poor <laughs> <laughs> trying to go to gigs but like um you know getting a getting a cafe job in a in an australian cafe um, yeah. classic classic cliche um but yeah just kind of covid hit and i was just like oh it's gonna be like i had a year of covid and i was like oh it's gonna be like another year potentially of covid which it has been um and I was just like, oh, I kind of like I've always just wanted to work on my audience in New Zealand, and it just it just felt like time. I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like I can always go. I made some good contacts, and I'm gonna hopefully go over there. I'll try and do like a yearly trip to like go see all my family in Scotland, and then yeah. hopefully do some gigs and things. So at least I like made a some ins with people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I, I I'm definitely a city girl, but like London, London's big. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been, but I always think that as well. I'm like, I love, I love the energy of a huge city, but mm. like we're small town girls. Yeah, absolutely. No? And I, and I had to stop listening to my true crime podcasts because it was just too real. <laughs> down the street. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, I can't listen to this thing about Jack the Ripper because I'm in my <laughs> buddy. <laughs> but, uh, you're like, it's fine. We're in lockdown. I never have to leave the house. It's yeah, okay. It's cool. Yeah. Living in my bubble. Yeah. <laughs> You talk a lot about um, live performance. Is that where you, like, feel most at home? Oh, definitely. Oh, my God. I was so – it was really funny when I got back from London, when I got back to Wellington, um, because I pretty much hadn't performed in, like, two years. I'd done a couple of gigs, um, but not nearly as much as I normally would. And I – got back into town and went to a gig that my friends were doing and it was just kind of like a blues blues rock and roll thing and they asked if I wanted to jump up and and it was just like real chill and I got up and I did not want to leave the stage I was so diva but I was just like oh my god I forgot how good it feels when you do something that you really love doing and people clap oh, I'm just like the validation yes. You're like, fine, I'll do one more. Yeah, is everyone on my encore? Yeah, yeah, great. Did you perform <laughs> at New Year's Eve at Rogan Vagabond? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, the Rebels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it in person, guys. <laughs> Go out. And you are performing at Rogan Vagabond again very soon, correct? I am on the 21st, so not next week, but the week after. Um, yes. Yeah, it's only my second Wallace show. Oh, sounds weird saying that, but like my second Originals show in Wellington since I've been back. So Awesome. Yeah, I've got, got an awesome band together, and we just had a rehearsal yesterday, actually. Sounded good. Sounded Obviously. Real good. 
Cool. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. And then I'm doing, kind of making a little mini tour and going to Sydney and Melbourne as well in June. So it's a little bit awesome. spread out. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, you should be excited. That's <laughs> so cool. With with the um, touring, mm-hmm. what what does a Wallace show look like? Like, what's the vibe for you? I love having a dance around. Um, Hot. Because it's just, I don't know, I just I love really getting into it and just really enjoying the moment. So there's always um, little dance breaks, which is fun. Um, my Wellington band is... Uh, drums, keys, and bass. Um, but my band in Sydney um, is two keys and a drummer. Um, cool. But yeah, but, but the drums are always really integral to my live stuff. It actually sounds um, sounds quite different to my recorded things just because I work with producers when I record stuff. Um, so, you know, just kind of, you know, singing over a, a beat that I've, you know, I work with the producers closely. Um, but... I love the point where I get to recreate it with a band. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, there's a lot of kind of work. We've got to like figure out how we're going to go about it. Cause some of the songs are, you know, a bit hard to translate to live. So it always, what's the process that, um, of getting a song from, uh, the recording studio up onto the stage. Just, I mean, it's just kind of rehearsing and just trial and error and just seeing what works. And, um, you know, if, if there's certain things that we want to sample, like we want to trigger um, in the show, but it's always really fun trying to just recreate it. Um, cool. You know, like it's always very um, keyboard heavy as well, just because of the nature of that. Like I've, the new song that I, I just released a new song the other day called Arcade Queen, which is yes. um, Dan, Dan Hale was my keyboard player was having a fun time yesterday, like making different sounds and trying to go like pew, pew, pew. And like, <laughs> it was really, um, yeah, it can be quite a cool process. Um, so sometimes it's really hard, but a lot of the times it's just really, really creative and, awesome. and fun. Yeah. Yeah. So with um, the new release Arcade Queen, you have also released a arcade game. Yes. Yes. I had a play. You had a play on it? Yes. <laughs> I got my, okay, my first go, I got 11 points. So listeners, if you go to wallacemusic.net, uh, there is a arcade game to go along <laughs> with the new release. And it's basically a, a, like old school Game Boy Nintendo game where you have to like shoot asteroids with hearts while collecting vanilla coke vanilla coke yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that your drink well it was when i was because I, I wrote the song about um being real young and like hanging out at the arcade yes and like getting all your tickets and um you know i mentioned i oh, i don't know if you remember but remember there was like a, a sub brand of helen stones called planet eight Yes, I was obsessed with Planet A. Yeah, Planet A was the best. And so I name dropped that. I'm like head to toe in their Planet A look. Yes. And then the game, they're like, the game is actually set on Planet A. And oh you're like, God. Trying, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. How did you like come up with the whole concept uh, to release a arcade game? It was actually my, my manager, beautiful. He's a really good friend of mine as well, Ben. Um, he's based in Sydney and he just... 
he likes to have different things that go with each release and he was just like so, how would you feel about learning how to code and i'm like oh my god another thing for my list <laughs> of stuff to do but um yeah i went onto this really cool website it's a microsoft thing and i think it's for little kids to learn how to code um but they teach you how to play that how to make games and stuff so cool it was perfect so it's just kind of a space invaders kind of vibe yeah yeah um, i was wondering why the um game boy had like microsoft branding on it i was yeah, like yeah, well, she's partnerships <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you imagine yeah yeah, yeah i can imagine yeah. <laughs> you that we can see that for you yeah me and bill were like that tell me a bit more about the new release yeah so um we're kind of building up to so we kind of released a little mini EP on the on the way to the my debut album which is going to be released in August Whoa. which is so exciting um, we're doing pre-order for vinyl at the moment if you're a vinyl fan um, yeah I'm so excited they you know it's a pre-order because they were just kind of getting them made at the moment but I can't wait for that moment to be able to like physically hold something oh i've God. done so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna cry, cry. oh yes. i'm totally gonna cry i'm gonna ball oh you know i'll get an unboxing video because everyone does that and but i'm, I'm gonna be like <laughs> fully yeah. yeah so um yeah that's that's really exciting and it's kind of been it's been a bit of a long time coming I've, it's you know it's kind of been ready for about a year or so yeah um and just you know covid's mucked up so many things but timelines have just gone out the window so yeah it's um yeah it's finally finally happening so i'll be doing some gigs hopefully uh wellington auckland for sure wallace will be touring the album on uh the 26th of august at the tuning fork in auckland and august 27th at meow in wellington yay yeah come down yes. come down fully so you've been planning on releasing this album for a year Mm. over a year how does it feel being released now um compared to how you were feeling when it was about to be released a year ago I think you like as a creative I'm sure you get this as well like the more you sit with something the more you're like oh oh, I should maybe change that thing Mm, that thing because you get really excited in the moment when you're recording something but I think it's important to just kind of have those markers of where you're at with your with your music and yeah so I am really I am really happy with it and a lot of the songs I haven't actually got much of a chance to play live so I'm just starting to do that which has kind of made them fresh again which is which is really cool yeah um and yeah it's just gonna be so nice to to have you know I've been working like some of the songs I've been working on for a little while with different producers and things and just gonna be so nice to yeah, just have it out there for them as well. They're like, when, Release when, when is that song coming out? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, be patient. So, so, so. Oh, well, congratulations. It's actually, listeners, it's a huge deal and a huge amount of work goes into anything that you hear released. So to release a full album, I can only imagine like how much hustling you've had to do to like get to that date. So congratulations. That's- oh, thank you so so sexy <laughs> well while we're on the topic of being sexy <laughs> i was wondering if you have a life of the party for our listeners something that you are just feeling so gorgeous about oh i i mean this is this is really exciting for me because i am a podcast 
not. I literally, oh, this sounds, this is terrible, but. <laughs> Say I it, ne- safe space. I never listen to music when I'm out and about. I always listen to podcasts. Was there a time in your life where that switched over, where you just stopped listening to music and podcasts were it? Yeah, when I found out what a podcast was. <laughs> 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 One of my friends was like, um, yeah, I think he knew that I watched like YouTube on my breaks. And so it was a, someone I worked with at a cafe. And he said something about, um, he did a lot of the roasting of the coffee beans and, um, he, you know, it'd just be hours by himself. And I'm like, what do you, what do you listen to when you're doing that? Cause he loves music. And I was just like interested in what he was going to listen to that night or whatever. And he was like, oh no, I listen to podcasts. And I was just like, tell me about this. Um, but I'm just, I'm such a fiend and I go to, I, um, I go to sleep listening to podcasts. And so it's just like so much of my day is consumed by this. And this is so exciting because this is my first one that I'm on. Fully? Yes. I'm so oh excited. my God. Welcome, baby. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. I've been, um, I mean, I've got so many favorites. I've got some like, I mean, probably one of my favorite. Oh, this is, oh, I just oh, I keep on saying things that are making me sound uncool. But, um, no, you you I are love... cool, and you need to know that because <laughs> I only see coolness, and people who listen to podcasts are cool because yes, people are listening are. to this right now. Yes, you guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge TV fan, and yeah, I love same. I love a podcast that goes like episode by episode. Who on TV shows? Um, what have you done? The West Wing. And there's this one called the West Wing Weekly that goes so in depth it's not even funny. And they get they get on like people from you know, the people that were actually worked in the like Clinton administration and like it goes so deep and they get in people from the show as well. Um and it's so involved. It's so involved. Is it almost better than watching the show? Or would you go back now and rewatch the show knowing all of this information from the podcast and see it in a different light? Absolutely. Because they get like, <sighs> it's so cool. They get like people that worked on like the set design and you find out about like little, um, little Easter eggs that they were planting through different Whoa. things. And like, it goes so deep. And I'm just, oh, I just love having all that information in my head. I probably should have like, you know, I probably should be listening to like news podcasts and stuff, but um, I love to revisit things. <laughs> so that's one of my favorites. And I also love like, um, I guess it's a little bit scandalous now, but I love Reply All. Um, they had a bit of a, um, a bit of controversy a year or so ago. What happened? They, oh, one of my other favorite things is the Bon Appetit <laughs> um, YouTube um, show. And the the CEO of um, Bon Appetit um, just did some bad things. And then it kind of tarnished a lot of the, the, the stuff that they were creating. Um, and, yeah, there was just a bit of an upheaval there. And then Reply All covered it. But there was something similar happening at Reply All. And it was just like, oh. So now one of the hosts doesn't do it anymore. Um, Is it still the same? It's it's still really good, but they like they don't put stuff out as often. And I see, but of a did a bit of a different dynamic as well with the yeah. um, hosts. But I it's actually still really love good. that we live in a world where podcasts are getting big enough to have like inside scandal. I know. And do you have something at peak too soon for you? So I've been, um, I've I've 
recently got obsessed with TikTok, as many other people have. Yeah. And um, something that really pisses me off is, so I'm not I'm not much of an astrology queen. I don't get there. I don't know much about it, and and I've always been told that I'm a so I'm a Scorpio. Yes. And I've always been told I'm a weird Scorpio that it doesn't make sense, like that I kind of don't fit the things. So I've always been like, well, I don't know. I am on the cusp, so I think a little. Do you know what your like rising sign and your moon signs are? What's the What's the, oh, no, I have, I have looked into it once. Sometimes when you, when you don't feel fully connected to your sun sign, which would be Scorpio, if you go and look at the signs around it and read like the little blurbs around that, you feel more connected to those. Okay. I've got to, I've got to go check it out. Because I've got so many friends that are into it and I just haven't really ever gone deep. Can I like quickly interrupt? Because I'll be able to tell you your primal animal sign right now. <gasps> fun, 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 fun. Oh, you're a dragonfly. Oh, you are on the cusp. You're almost a dove. <laughs> are you kidding? I got dragonfly. You're almost a dove, but I'm you got dragonfly. <laughs> that 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 sounds accurate. So <laughs> So basically this is your primal animal, so mm-hmm. your spirit animal, I guess. Independent, temperamental and restless. Those born under the primal zodiac sign of the dragonfly are powerful individuals who are determined to get what they want in life. Like their animal namesake, members of this sign are fast, energetic hunters whose power greatly outmatches their size. Ooh. Okay, that is quite good and, and quite accurate, actually. Yes! <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, um, yeah. Definitely restless. As a restless person, how do you like to stay active? What and how do you like to unwind if you f- are feeling restless? Oh, okay. So I definitely, I definitely try and do a lot of exercise. I love, I love dancing. I do a lot of like dance classes and, cool. and body jam at at Liz Mills. Yes. Yeah, yes. if I've got any Wellington honeys, come down, come down, join me. I'm always up the front. Um, <laughs> they're like, we know, yeah, <laughs> we see like, you there. Yeah, <laughs> like every Wednesday night, every Friday night, and Saturday, Sunday morning. Or I, I didn't go today. Whoops. Um, That's was, fine. They had shit to do, you know. But, yeah, um, but no, normally I'm there. Normally I'm there. Um, and I, I go on heaps of walks. I find that really good for unwinding. Yeah. Put a podcast on and go for a walk. It's the truth. Yeah. And I live in Brooklyn, so it's like no mean feat, you know, going for a walk. Back to TikTok. Mm. Okay. So you're not an astrology queen. Not an astrology queen, but there's those, have you, do you, do you use TikTok? Yeah, I'm on TikTok. Yeah. You know how they give those ones where it's just like, oh, like, what, um, what does your star sign like? What, what plate of food did they bring to a party? Or like, it's just stupid yes. shit. And Scorpio was never in the part one. And I'm like, I know it's A, not going to be accurate. And B, like, I don't care. Like, but but I still find myself going to the person's, like, own, you know, like, yes. feed and finding the part two just so I can see what the Scorpio does. And it's always and? stupid. And it's always, Scorpio is one of those star signs that people just tend to not like. So it's always something shit. Yeah. And it makes me really angry. And then I just, I, oh. And then I'm angry at myself that I, like, sort out something that I didn't actually, yeah. Uh, you're yeah. like, I've been here for 15 minutes looking for this. And I would, I don't even know how to cook that. I would never bring that to I a dinner know, party. I've never, I've never eaten it before. Oh. <laughs> or they're like, what dance move is your star sign? And then it's always something stupid. Yeah. Anyway. What dance move is your star sign? 
in your oh. opinion oh in my opinion yes Ooh. i don't care about the the users of tiktok they know nothing about you oh i reckon i reckon like i'd love a like a wine like a um i mean i'd love a glass yeah. of wine as well but Obviously. um you know like it da- it's like a dance hall move like lots of hips I see. Yeah, I reckon I'd be there. That's kind of my go-to. That is very Scorpio feeling. I reckon it is too. Yeah, passionate. Maybe I just need to start putting out some of my own versions of this stuff. Scorpio is always first. It's always in part one. And And there's no other signs involved. (laughs) No other signs involved. What sign are you? I'm a Virgo. Oh, very good. Yeah, so I feel the older I get, the more connected to my Virgo self I feel. But Mm. I have a Leo rising, which is like uh, life of the party, center of attention, um, like look at me energy. So that's what I really connect with. When I'm at a party, there's only one playlist Mm. that I'll be listening to. (laughs) Shall we say the mantra myself? Yes. (laughs) Normally, me and Steph would like chime in together, oh, and cute. but um, she's deceased. <laughs> she gone. Yeah, she's not with us today. Um, two thousand and one to two thousand and eight, there ain't a song that we hate. <laughs> I just felt so shy then. It was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I could so fit. Much. It was a real like looked to it i loved it mm. uh, after two years of that uh every week doing that we have got that down <laughs> got that like rhythm. sometimes we try and mix it up and it's like no it, it works for a reason yeah oh gorgeous so this is the part of our gorgeous podcast that we uh, ask all of our guests to add a song to our playlist, which you can find on Spotify, 2001 to 2008, because we just think that that was a really important time in music filled with banger on banger on banger. Do you have a song to add to our playlist, Wallace? I do. I actually went through your, like, I chose my song, but then I went through your playlist to make sure it wasn't, like, already chosen. And I was just like, yes, nailed it. I've forgotten about um, Mystique, so, so, so scandalous. And, just, and like, oh, there were just so many good ones. But my one is a song that I don't actually think I heard it, like, on TV or anything, but my friend gave me a mixtape in high school, and it was on there, and it's Jojo Baby It's You. <gasps> Do you know that one? Yes! And, but it's got to be the one... I, I don't think it's on Spotify, which is annoying, but there's, like, a version featuring Little Bow Wow. Okay. Where he, like, I've pretends he pretends to be her boyfriend, and it's just the tamest rap ever. <laughs> and and it's just... Oh, it's just such a good song. And I was, I was jamming along to it today, because I've got it in one of my old playlists, and I, it popped up the other day, and I was like, oh, that's such a banger. And I listened to it on my, on my walk down the hill. Yes. Um, and it's so good. And I love I love songs where the the vocalist is just so good and has such a huge range that I literally can't sing along. It's just like <laughs> I'm like this this chick's got it got it going on. Jojo was yeah. so good at singing. F- so 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 good. And she had like what did she do? Like a couple of songs. She was like Leave Get Out. She did that one. Yeah. She so I don't know if you know the backstory behind Jojo. Something was she- like yeah, it was bad, wasn't it? Yeah, she got caught up in um, drama with her record label, and oh. they wouldn't let her release new music until really recently. Oh, 
so um, shit. And she re-recorded her whole um, like first albums, just like Taylor Swift has. <gasps> oh, I not as good. Oh, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. It's no Taylor's version, but okay. we're happy that JoJo is back and re-recording music, and she's been releasing music uh, consistently for the last like two years. Yeah, I've been seeing her pop up, and I'm like, yes, yeah. girl, that's so good, yay! Yeah, because I loved her. I loved JoJo. Yeah, and she would have been like the. I think she. I don't know what age she is, but I think she would have been, like, similar age to me as well. Yeah, like 13, 14 when she came out. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, my God, that voice is just insane. But, yeah, the song is such a bop, and it's just so joyful. Yeah. And it's just I don't about, know if we've got any a... JoJo on the playlist. The first one. Yeah. Yes. It's about time. Yeah. It's about damn time. It's about, I remember <laughs> buying JoJo, like, CD single so I could get the um, the song and the karaoke version of the song. Oh, yes. And then there'd always be, like, a couple of remixes as well. Yes, yeah. always. Oh, always the best. Yeah, legit. <laughs> Great. Well, that song will be added to the playlist, which you can check out on Spotify right now. And also, while you're there, check out Wallace's music under Wallace on Spotify. You have got some listener counts. You have got some <laughs> some uh, streams backed up. Like, I, it's really awesome to see. I'm really glad that uh, your artistry and like the thing that you love to do the most is being is connecting with people the way that you, I guess imagined it would or thank you that's just cool it's 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 really um i've got one of my songs is all i'm gonna have to have a party or something but one of my songs has almost got to like a million plays i saw that i'm so close and i'm gonna get oh i'm gonna get lit that night yeah oh my god (laughs) you should definitely do a one million streams party yeah i'll get some moe yeah we're gonna make we're gonna do it right yeah well congratulations on releasing uh the first uh, EP this year and I'm really excited about hearing the rest of the album debut album what's what's it called it's called and other colors so it's kind of um I love I do a bit of graphic design and stuff as well I'm like very I'm a very visual coding person. yeah coding now. Jazz, I'll, I'll add that to graphic my own. design <laughs> bachelor of music I just love I love color and I've realized how many times I name drop colors in my in my lyric writing and i realized after i've finished writing it i'm like oh cool i said one of my songs i say duck egg blue like it's that specific yes um and i've got another track called tickled pink and i don't know i just it's something that always creeps in um and so yeah i kind of liked the idea of um it being called wallace and other colors so it's kind of like i am a color yes <laughs> is there a color wallace you should go on the like Dulux or whatever and see if Wallace is a colour. It could be. Maybe. Oh, I'm totally going to do that. Okay, so I'm a dragonfly and and we're going to find out my colour as well. What (laughs) colour Wallace is. I'll put it up on my story on my Instagram. Yes, yes. (laughs) Gorgeous. And where can people find you on Instagram? Oh, yeah. So um, it's a little bit convoluted, but it's it's Wallace with underscores around the two L's. So W-A underscore L-L underscore A-C-E. Awesome. Um, if you remember back to my singer in the rain, she loves an underscore. Um, yes, I remember. <laughs> we'll link that in the show notes as well for anyone listening who is confused about underscores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I mainly like Instagram's my 
my platform that I really like using. But I'm also awesome. on Facebook and obviously on Spotify, um, on Bandcamp if you like getting high quality webs. Um, yeah, all the all the streaming sites and everything. Um, and you'll be performing at Rogan Vagabonds at the end of the month. Yes, 21st of May. Come down. Love to see awesome. you. Awesome. Yes. Honestly, you're in for a treat. Well, thank you for joining me on Kick-Ons today. A little bit different than what it normally is, but I have had the greatest time hanging out with you. Oh, it's been so nice. Such an old pleasure's all mine. Yeah, I feel like all warm and fuzzy inside. And I'm really, like, proud of everything you're doing, and I hope that you have the most amazing New Zealand Music Month. Oh, thank you. You too. I will. I will. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.